Hello, and welcome to the Soul Set Podcast. This is a space designed to motivate and inspire you. So please take a moment and pull back from the craziness in life and focus on you. Because when you do, my friend, you will be a force to reckon with. I'm Sherry Belmar, your host, and thank you for joining me. So here we are wrapping up our Christmas series, The Three Outcast, on their journey from obscurity to honor. I hope your Christmas season is going well, and we are wrapping up this year so quickly. And (laughs) I'm here recording this in Florida. I literally had to get some shorts on because it is so hot. It was 81 out there. So (laughs) I hope the people from Montana and from Michigan aren't too jealous. I guess you like your snow. So anyway, please hit me up on social media, on Instagram, wherever you use uh, social media. Let me know your thoughts. If you've been listening to this series and really thinking about the conflicts and as you head into this new year and how you're seeing things. I would love to hear from you. We've been looking at women that have been in a difficult space, right? In their career, in their culture. And today we're going to be looking at calling because we understand that even though it is the Christmas season, that many of us are walking through a difficult season. And we are especially looking at what? Three women. We've looked at Rahab the harlot. We've looked at Ruth as she moved into Bethlehem and married Rahab's son, Boaz. Our woman today does not need any introduction. You know her very well. It's Mary, the mother of Jesus. I think it's easy to forget what it must have been like. Well, none of us can even imagine, right, what it was like for Mary. She, she is in a class of her own. like. No one else knows what she went through. We can imagine, but we do not know, right? To be chosen, to have your life. Because we're talking about what this pattern, this repeated pattern we see in the lives of these three women, and you'll find the pattern in your life. Because the whole idea with the series is to help you perceive that The conflict that you're going through, this interruption, this inconvenience is really an opportunity. And it's a moment to be embraced, to be able to be seen and filtered and to know what direction you ought to take. So let's think. There's this young woman and she is getting ready to be married. And it is a super happy season in her life. All the anticipations, all the plans, the whole life ahead of her. And all of a sudden, right out of the clear blue, the Lord presents himself and he salutes her, right? He says, you're a highly favored woman. And she was. But a lot of times we romanticize what it must have been like for Mary. Because the truth is, what God asked 
of Mary was a very heavy weight to carry. And a lot of times our blessing is a heavy weight. We think, oh, I want to have a blessed life. I want, oh, things to be this way or that way. But really, what we want in its totality is really going to bring responsibility, a weight of responsibility. It's easy to look at the manger scenes nowadays, look at our postcards, and lose sight of the fact that Mary had to carry the weight of this stigma on her life. God interrupted her life in an unprecedented way. She could have never imagined that this was going to happen to her. And even though it was an honor, it was still huge, a huge interruption. She didn't know, right, how her future husband was going to respond. So if God is calling you, he's asking something of you, and you know, you know that he's calling you, and you're sort of like pretending you're not listening, you can be sure there is going to be a price you need to pay. And Mary paid a price because her whole life was turned upside down. And so when God was calling her a highly favored woman, many times favor doesn't feel like favor. And here she was, right, planning her wedding. And then she finds out she's pregnant and she's not married. And how can she explain this? So not only is she interrupted, it's highly inconvenient because the person that you love the most doesn't trust you. Your family doesn't trust you. Friends don't trust you. And everyone begins to talk. So this wasn't easy in any way or fashion. And that hung over her her entire life. It was always this question mark, questioning her character, questioning her reputation. So she embraced this weight. And a lot of times we forget that. And a calling implies a weight. A calling is a lonely road. I'm going to repeat that again. A calling is a lonely road. Ask Martin Luther King. Ask an Abraham Lincoln. Ask a Mother Teresa. They had callings on their life. But it was a lonely road. And it was a weight to carry. And I also want to add here that a calling is exactly that, right? I call out. But you need to listen and respond. And God can call you to something. You might have a deep sense, an urgency on your heart, but you need to respond. So it's one thing a calling and it's another thing to accept it. And that's what we see with Mary, right? When the Lord presents himself to her, she's afraid. And then after he tells her, right, his plans that I'm going to give you this child and um, it's going to be Jesus, the, the promised one. So. When Mary finds out she's pregnant, she sees she's pregnant, she goes and visits her cousin. And during this time is where we see the interlude. It's where God begins to work other things out, right? Because here she's thinking, how, how, how am I going to raise this child if my future husband isn't going to marry me? I'm going to get 
put away? Like what is going to happen? So you have a calling, you accept it. And then there's this heavy interlude. And if you're in this interlude, I just want to tell you one thing. God has got your back. Let him work. Don't get ahead of him. Don't try to work things out. If you need to just get away with someone that is going to be able to build into your life, and this is exactly what Mary did. She got away from her situation. She wasn't fleeing from the situation, but she stepped out of the situation. Can you imagine how tense it was to walk into her house, her mother, her father, and say, hey, mom, dad, I'm pregnant? Like, no, too much pressure. And then also, Joseph, I'm pregnant. It was just too much. So maybe you just need to get away, be with someone that's trusted, and just have that time. Because during this time, God is going to work all these different pieces, all these different people that are also part of your life. Because always, it's like we saw in the foundational four, it's the law of the individual collective. God is working in your life, but your story is connected to the story of others. And so he's working all these details and all these moving pieces. He's got you. That's all I need to tell you. So we see in this interlude that then the angel Gabriel comes to Joseph and says, you know what, Joseph, Mary is cool. You need to go through with this. She is going to have a child. This is Jesus. This is the Christ, the Messiah. This is like what all of Israel has been waiting for. And so he is a just, he's a good man. And so he receives this word and he also moves out in faith in his own journey. It's a journey together, but it's also each one is going through their individual problems and conflicts. And that's also true just about life, right? You're going through life and you have your deals. You've got what you're going through and then your partner or your children or your parents. Everyone's has their deals going on. When you respond to the calling, you are going to get incredible privileges and you see the inception of something new, right? That is always the the process. It's the interruption. It's the inconvenience, the interlude, the intervention, and then the inception, the inception of something new. It's a process. So be patient with the process. And Mary was given the absolute privilege to have God in her womb. It just blows my mind. And she had the incredible privilege of raising Jesus. Like, can you imagine Jesus taking his first steps, holding your hands to be able to walk? And she accepted her lot. And she is in an unparalleled place of honor. She's revered around the world. And her life was fertile ground. She said, you know, here I am, God, I'm your servant. Do with me whatever you want to do. And so I just needed to make that emphasis. When, when, when she said, God, do with me whatever you want to do, it, 
it was not an easy road. We are looking 2,000 years later. And so we look back and we see something beautiful. It is beautiful, but it was hard because not only did she live with a stigma over her life, but then what it was like to just be in this, there's no one, like, who's, who's your group? Like, who do you hang with? Who knows what it's like to, to be the mother of, of God? No one. And so that's why it says what she pondered these things in her heart. She, you know, would just think about them, meditate on them because there was pain and there was delight in the conflict of this calling. And she just subjected herself. She put herself under the calling, even though she didn't know the way things were going to work out. And you know, maybe you're waiting, you're hesitant because you're like, Sherry, I'm just not sure how this is going to fall out. And I, and I don't know, maybe God isn't really asking me to do this. And I'm like uncertain. And so what you just need to do is place yourself in God's hand. Here you think it's not only letting God write your story in Mary's situation. He was actually writing himself into the story because this is where God inserts himself into mankind. And it's through Jesus. Like, why did God come? Because if you go back to the foundational four, you see the first law, it's the law of connection and how we lost this connection with God because of our own desire to do things our way. And so when God, through Mary, inserts himself into the story, he's like rewriting a whole new chapter for us. Jesus is the starting point. And so when he calls us, it's going to be calling us to a sacrifice. And we need to discover and develop what he's placed in our hand, in our life. And so I just need you to consider your life, consider the conflicts that are in your life. And I call you out to embrace your uniqueness because see, it makes your path, your destiny, it's unique. It's you. And so stop fighting the inevitable, what you can't change. As we wrap up this series, as we wrap up this year, how do you manage change? How do you manage a change in your calling? Are you willing and open like we see in the life of Mary? See, what you believe about God is vital. It's what's going to hold you. It's what's going to sustain you. And I want to invite you into the community of SoulSet this year for 2020 and commit yourself to really building in to your interior life. Because as you do that, everything else will begin to prosper. And it isn't going to be easy. It's going to be a sacrifice. It means you're going to have to get up earlier. You'll have to stay up later. You will have to make extra effort. It's sort of like when you go on a diet, right? You, you have to make some sacrifices or you're just not going to be able to advance wherever you want to look at it in life, whatever you want from life, you have to make a deposit first. So I want you to be able to see conflict, not as a bad thing, 
It's an opportunity to stop, consider what's going on in my life, and how I need to respond. Do you know when it's time for a change in your calling? Like, is something happening now? All these pieces moving in your life, and you can really sense something's up? Do you need someone to talk to? Hit a friend up. Hit me up. Get help. Get advice. Get feedback. And navigate this because this is a new year. You need to be able to rewrite your story. And as you begin 2020, it's a clean slate. Every day is a new opportunity. As we speak of opportunities, I don't want you to miss out on the possibility to give to the Soul Set Podcast Initiative. Giving can be done online through the website, Sherry Together, and gifts are tax deductible. So please help the message of hope and inspiration grow. Support what's supporting you. And my challenge today is for you to consider the Soul Set Podcast in your year-end giving. Please hit me up on Facebook or on Instagram and let me know some subjects that you would really like us to be addressing here on Soul Set, whether it's raising your children, interviews with different people, we're beginning to line up the content for next year. And so I want you to be part of this. Like what would be supportive to you? Because it's all about you. So I just want to thank you so much for tuning in today and may 2020 bring in the best decade ever. Thank you for joining me today. I want to invite you to come over and let's connect at sherrytogether.com. Till next time, this is Sherry Belmar signing off. Have a fabulous day.